0: Good morning and happy Monday! I'm Monica Wofford, and this is your Monday Moment, aptly titled, The Fascinatingly Frustrating People We Lead. Hmm. Now, for the entire year thus far, we have found segments of leadership development as a focus for each month of the Monday Moment. But for this month and for the next couple, our focus shifts toward application. How do you do it? How do you become a better leader? How do you become a better behaving leader? Both questions are answered by doing different. Improvement comes from nothing more than making even small changes. And one that's come up recently a lot with our executive coaching clients is in how we deal with people. People can be... The simultaneously most productive and most problematic element of any leader's position. And yet, in light of even their most minimally frustrating behaviors, there are three keys to leading them better that require leaders to do three things different. Are you ready? The first, stop imposing your thoughts on them. Now wait, we went back to people are fascinating. When they amaze us with their actions in positive ways, we're charmed and encouraged. When they do something so stupid that we wonder, what on earth were they thinking? That fascination quickly turns to frustration. But why is it frustrating? And why do we call them stupid? Now think for a minute on that, and see if the reality isn't that the answer to those questions is because that person did it differently than we would have. It's usually that simple. You said, stop annoying all your coworkers. They heard, stop talking. You said, do whatever it takes to make your numbers. They heard, bribe customers. Now we're no stranger to simple miscommunications, but because people are so fascinatingly complex, we forget that so many miscommunications occur because we also send our expectations with our message. We maintain an assumption as leaders and people that others would do the same thing or say the same thing or have the same interpretation as us in any given situation. Now we know that's ridiculous, but the simple fact that we're frustrated when employees don't get it proves that we expected them to get what we meant when we sent the message. And of course we do. Because if we saw other options or perspectives, it would fundamentally alter the ones we assume are the correct choices for behavior. Stop assuming. Stop being frustrated as to how others respond to your message. Learn from what you see is a different perspective and rapidly adjust your message so that your results get better. That's how you become a better leader and certainly one who's less frustrated. Second, practice using emotional intelligence. One client shared with me today that while it's helpful to have the needs, motivations, tendencies, and stressors as information on each of their team members, it's frustrating to have to change your style to meet the needs of others who are freaking different. She did say "Freaking different. And she's not wrong. Yet the most successful coaching clients I have out of the bevy of those I have the privilege of coaching are the ones who actually put emotional intelligence into practice. No one ever said deviating from your own style or behavior preference was easy. That's why it takes coaching guidance at times. And the more stress a leader's under, the less and less easy it gets by the minute. EQ, or the preferences and personalities of people, is a topic that is a mile deep and an inch wide that's often taught as if it's a mile wide and an inch deep. Leaders will fail miserably when following an oversimplified labeling system. People are not labels anymore That employees who bug you are inherently difficult. They're difficult for you, but that's not who they are. Go beyond colors and labels and short quizzes. These are great ways to start the conversation, but you need way more data to practice with accuracy and influence. Find a tool that reveals motivations, needs, and tendencies. Find a tool that shows you how to influence, interact with, coach, and motivate those you have the privilege of leading. The core profile we use does this, but there are others. Practice using that data, and then you will begin to start putting emotional intelligence into practice. It's a process. Leaders who do better, lead different people differently. They do different, and thus lead at a much higher level. Third way to approach these fascinatingly frustrating people, include yourself in the process. When a leader's faced with a difficult team member who frustrates the dickens out of him or her and everyone else for that matter, it slows down productivity, (laughs) you think? But often the challenging person becomes the target of much attention. Coaching, discipline, threats, consequences, the silent treatment, or extra development are all frequent options, seen as solutions. Yet the best leaders put themselves, and in fact, keep themselves in the process. They're not just doling out guidance, they're looking at their own contribution to the situation. They're not just sending employees to HR to get schooled or counseled, they're evaluating if what was said was a reaction to something the leader did It was ineffective. Keep yourself in the mix. It always takes two to have an interaction. It takes two to argue and it takes two to find a solution in which trust, reliability and performance are an issue. It takes two to meet each other's expectations. Don't divorce yourself from the reality that like it or not, you as the leader are part of the situation, and yes, even with the most frustrating team members. Fascinatingly frustrating. Yep, people can be. They're also who we have the privilege of leading, and as such, it's our job to find their optimal contributions and make the most of them. Do different. Become better. Make a bigger effort to be the leader who doesn't whine, but does different. Be the leader who stops blaming and starts changing their own behavior. Be the leader who doesn't talk about people in one-word descriptions, but looks at the team with respect for the complexity of relationships and personality preferences. Be fascinated that those you lead do different. Be fascinated at how easy it is to change tiny, small things that over time change reactions immensely. Be the leader willing to become a better one. I'm Monica Wofford, and that's your Monday moment. Have a great week, and of course, stay contagious.